get you some radio. Uh, what's happening? Oh man, just uh, just everything. So, um, so what do we want to talk about today, what's, man? I want to know the significance. I mean, I know who the character. Let me see my mic. Is my mic hot hot enough for you? Yeah, you're good. You're all, you're golden. All right. I want to know the significance to the Monsters Inc. Uh, uh, John Goodman character on your on your shelf back there. So um, I have I have three daughters. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, they, they, they always watch that going up. And uh, for some reason, my youngest daughter, I think she was probably born around the time that movie uh, came out. Yeah. And uh, she uh, I, so I call I always called her Boo. I mean, that was just her, my, her, my nickname for her when she was when she was a baby. And uh, so I called her Boo growing up. So at some point o- over the course of uh, the last 20 years, she's a junior in college now, by the way. She uh, she gave me uh, for Christmas one year. She gave me this uh, this 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 monster ink the 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 Sully. She gave me a Sully doll, and he came attached with a little Boo uh, yeah. with with the little girl on it. So I kept Boo, and she's got uh, and she's got. I mean, I kept uh, I kept Sully, and she's got Boo in her room. So uh, so that was huh. a gift gift from my daughter 15 years ago. <laughs> my mom has a basket of uh, kangaroos that I've gotten her over mm-hmm. the years. I haven't gotten her one for. Years, but uh, the significance being that uh, uh, the mother uh, or the baby kangaroo is widely known as a Joey. Oh yeah. So there you go. Just like, I mean, what do you do? I mean, what do you what? What do you get her kitchen stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's about thirty of them in there. Oh uh, yeah. So what about the what about the cup? What's up Which with the cup? Trophy? Uh, that is a that is a hockey trophy. Where's that come from? Yeah. That is a. Uh, that's from the Cool Sports Challenge Adult Hockey Classic, Knoxville, Tennessee, two thousand and eight. So uh, I haven't. I, I I got a had a bunch of trophies from you know adult trophies. But what, you know, as a buddy of mine says, why do you want to keep a a fifty cent plastic trophy? You know, with a, with a guy on top of it. But I, I always thought that was a cool looking trophy. It looked like it actually. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a cool looking thing, a big cup like that. So I was the captain of that team. So I brought it home and set it on a shelf, and and it actually has. Um, it actually is utilitarian as well. As you'll notice every spare key from the Lancaster household <laughs> yeah. is, is, is in the trophy. Are we going now? Uh, we're recording now, but it's not, uh, what I'll do is I edit all this out. So oh, I was going to say, I, I like the way we were going. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. fine. I, you know, and, and it's funny. I, um, I started doing this and I've, I've done it a couple different ways and, uh, I, 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 I like it this way too. I started doing it a couple of years ago where we just jump in, just yeah. jump in and record live. So, so we're going to go, actually, I'm not going to edit any damn thing, Joey. This is the get you some radio show. This is my buddy, Joey little. So we're going to be talking about, uh, I don't know what we're going to be talking about today. I wanted to have Joey on Joey's the, uh, he's one of the co-founders of modern dealership magazine. He's the digital, uh, digital media director for auto alert. So uh, he's been around the car business a while. He's been doing social media for a while. Joy and I have talked about a lot of stuff that don't have anything to do with the car business. He's uh, Joy's big about taking care of yourself and uh, uh, you know trying trying to live your best life. So uh, we're going to talk to Joy today. Right now, I'm right now, right now, I'm busting my tail to to lose weight and to uh, get my immune system up because of this whole COVID thing. Yeah. You no, know, I, I keep hearing and, and uh, I think we can separate. What was that old uh, Dr. Seuss book? I don't know if you're a Seuss fan, but there was a book that had a bunch of uh, like these characters, these little uh, 
And, and some of them had stars on their bellies and the other half didn't have stars on their bellies. And then the ones, the other half wanted to get stars. So then when they got the stars, the other half took the stars off. Do you remember that book at all? You have- I, 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 we read all of the doctors. I got three yeah. daughters. We read all of the Dr. Seuss books. I don't remember that. I, I remember, yeah. I, re- I remember the characters. I remember all- they were separated yeah. somehow. And I feel like I live in that world of Dr. Seuss right now of those that will wear a mask when they go to the store and those that won't wear a mask when they go to the store. And it's just, uh, it's uh, it's just a weird place to live, and and I and I really wish uh, that everybody could jump on the same because this is a this is a an important time that we could stress immune systems and getting healthier. You know, yeah. I mean, you've gotten a lot healthier over your years. Um, with mine, it's like you know, you look at I'm 45 years old. I'm I'm a heavy set guy. I just quit smoking. What when this started because I was so freaked out. Good on you, man. Good on you. For lunch today, I had a, I had a. a, a a piece of mozzarella cheese. I had an apple and a pear, and then I had some hummus. And uh, I'm and I'm busting my tail for one reason is I I'm seeing how these people are are perishing. These four you know forty five middle aged you know men that you know they're kind of a heavy set, and then all of a sudden it's just knocking them down hardcore, and it scares me. Well, let me let me tell you one thing. When all, when all this started, I had a buddy buddy on my hockey team, and he called me freaking out. We we ended up having a conversation because he had just found out he had read something that said that if you were on some kind of certain blood pressure medication, you were really susceptible to the COVID thing. I don't even remember what it I was. I checked out. It's yeah, it's it's bull because I yeah, was so on th- it. this was early on. There was so yeah, much yeah, bull. Yeah. But what I what I told him, I said, dude, they've said from the very beginning, if you have any kind of chronic disease. You're, yeah. you're, you're in trouble. He said, well, I don't have anything. I said, what are you taking the medicine for? Chronic <laughs> hypertension? Dude, yeah. that's what they're saying. If you're sick, you're sick. And, and, you, need, and you need to try to be unsick. So, uh, so that people are dying because they have, they, they have these underlying conditions that a lot of them don't really consider underlying conditions. And we just take it for granted that everybody's got high blood pressure. Everybody's, right. every, everybody's on Lipitor. I'm just right. on Lipitor. You know, we, we yeah, and, and, uh, all, all this stuff that we don't even think about as being sick anymore, yeah. and, uh, and because we don't take care of ourselves, it's uh, it's uh, it's an awakening and the polarization of what's going on. I think, I mean, if you, we can segue this into the car business, is I think because uh, so I I I was preaching the whole uh, uh, kind of self marketing for uh, salespeople out there, right? Yeah. And I know that you were you were kind of like. Uh, preaching it as well online. It's like, hey, listen, the dealership has its own brand. You know, the dealership is doing its own advertising, but now, you know, social media has been around for what, 10, 12 years now, is that this is the ability that that salespeople, that F&I, that, uh, that text, that anybody, you, you basically have your own brand online and it'll just take sales. You want to sell more cars, you need to use your online presence to, to create this branding. And I think uh, there was a lot of dealer or a lot of salespeople that got into that hardcore uh, and did pretty good job, but I think this polarization. What I'm seeing online is that it's becoming now a cancer, because I guess my opinion is, uh, if you want to sell and you want to do very well and you want to have make a good brand online, you have to take this polarization and, and just show. It doesn't matter what you think of uh, the president or Black Lives Matter or if you're going to wear a mask, if you're not going to wear a mask, because everybody's a potential customer, right? And you tick off one, so. I want to get your feet on that because you you are very positive and you are very you know in the middle kind of neutral. You don't you don't get into the weeds like like uh, you know you see some out there and 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 you everybody has a good idea for you or not an idea a good uh, vision of you. Yeah. You know you're well, a happy, that, go lucky that, guy that provides this uh, this kind of uh, coaching. 
And yeah. you, you, I don't see, I couldn't, I have no idea if you uh, think that Confederate uh, statues should come down or if they shouldn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But well, here, here's, here's the things I, t- I tell people about that is, uh, is, is one, I don't know why everyone's so eager to share their opinion about everything because nobody cares about your opinion. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's you, pe- true. Pe- people want to share their opinions because they think, I have this uh, this opinion, and we worship our opinions like they're the freaking holy grail. Do you think but, it's a self esteem thing? I do. I think it is. I, I, I think it is. My opinion's important. My voice needs to be heard. People Not need really. to think I'm smart. People need to think that I'm educated. Right. People think right. that I know something they don't know. Right. I, I need to. I, I need to let people know that I'm a good person. People yeah. need to know that. Or I'm going to stand and, up and, for this cause. Right. And and for where I'm going to stand up for this cause, whichever cause it is, and and it's 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 not that important. The other thing I tell there's there's three things I tell everybody about this conversation. One, you, know, you everyone doesn't need to know every thought that goes into your head because your opinion doesn't matter. Nobody cares. Number n- n- number two, you might be wrong. Right. You whichever side you're on, if you're on for mask against mask, whatever, right. you could be wrong. And and, and you- so that's the one thing I try to tell everybody before I ever open my mouth is is, is think about I I I could be wrong. You're in the you're in the country music capital of the world, yeah. Um, so you've probably heard of Taylor Swift. I, I have, in fact. Have you heard of my Taylor Swift analogy? I haven't. I don't think. Okay, I'm going to drop. I'm going to drop this on you, and you're going to. I guarantee you're going to share this with three other people. All right. All right. So you remember back when Taylor Taylor Swift was not the the superstar she is now, but when she was kind of getting going, uh, she was dating multiple different uh, Hollywood either musicians or actors, right? Right. She'd right. Date one, and they'd break up, and then she jo- Jonas Brother of the Week. Yeah, she would write a song about how terrible that person was and about how right. that person jerked her around or whatever it was. And then she'd date another guy who was like uh, from Good Charlotte or something band. Yeah. And then he would, they'd break up and then she'd write a terrible, and this went on like seven or eight times, right? That she'd write these songs about these guys. And I always said, maybe her ninth song should be called, What If It's Me? Yeah. <laughs> and I think that in everyday life, when people are online thinking that they are knowing more than you and just screaming, it's like, hey, just take a step back and, and Taylor Swift yourself and go, well, maybe it's me. Maybe <laughs> well, I'm wrong. You ever watch the TV show Justified? I think I've heard of it. I haven't seen it now. So there's a show called Justified. It was a guy who was, he was a U.S. Marshal based in, uh, in the Appalachia in, in the hills of Kentucky, and they were chasing uh, – uh, you know, it was all about meth and, and he was chasing everything. At one point, there's this guy's U.S. Marshal, uh, you know, good looking guy. I forget the actor's name is Gad, who And he always wore this 10 gallon hat. And um, his name was uh, Raylan Givens. Raylan Givens, uh, there was one episode and I, I have this video clip memorized and I keep I keep it where I can watch it all the time. But he's he's driving. He's got a uh, he, he's got a uh, someone he's arrested in the car with him and he's yeah. driving him to a jail and they're having this conversation. And Raylan's wearing this big 10 gallon hat. And uh, the guy's going on, woe is me, and everybody sucks, and everybody's out to get me, and he's doing the, the whole thing. And Raylan says, you know, if you meet an asshole in the morning, you met an asshole. Yeah. It happens. If you meet assholes all day long, you're the asshole. That's true. It's true. <laughs> and I, and I, I do vocalize some of my political uh, feelings on Twitter, only because there's only six car dealers on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's mostly just the rest of us on the vendor side or, or, or mm-hmm. consultants. Um, but there was a video last night that I that I saw that made me think about this today. Uh, there was a video of, of a group of guys that were going to go uh, see, a, uh, it was J- uh, J- July 4th, and they were going to go look at uh, stars out by a lake. And they thought they got permission, or they did get permission to be out on this uh, uh, private property. But in the meantime, this is in Indiana. In the meantime, th- there was three or, three or four uh, highly intoxicated 
white good old boys, right? Yeah. Uh, that and and one of the guys who was out there looking at stars was black, and they they were completely uh, out of place. Uh, telling these people to get lost, they're drunk, you know, they're, they're saying things they shouldn't be saying, like, hey, we should go get a noose and things like that. And yeah. I guess the point to this is that these are regular guys that go to work every single day and they come home and they got drunk and they did something stupid, right? Mm -hmm. And it's on video yeah. and they got doxxed. And I'm telling you right now, I, I'm, I'm not surprised I haven't seen more car salesmen doxxed online for their opinions, whether side you be on. And yeah. it's just that not thinking uh, attitude of like, this is my livelihood. You could completely ruin your livelihood in, in two seconds. Yeah. You, I mean, I, you can, you can you ruin your livelihood. You can lose your life and it accomplishes nothing. nothing. That's, that, that's, that's the thing, thing because you've, you're never going to change anyone's mind. <laughs> yeah. You're never, you're never, you're, I mean, I'm, I, I'm in the persuasion business. And if you, uh, if you don't think you need to be wearing a mask, I'm not going to convince you otherwise. Well, there are some, there's some people like me. Um, and I think you're the same way is that we do have a good self-awareness and I will, I, my, my, my mind will change, but I, yeah. I always go back to that. Facts don't care about your feelings. Tell me the yeah. facts, right? Tell me what's going on. The facts wise, I wear a mask when I, I just went to Sam's club today to pick up some frozen fruit because I'm trying to eat better. There um, you go. I wore a mask and I didn't wear a mask because of, uh, any other reason besides CDC, and the just in case, you know, just yeah. in case, what, yeah. what if it, what if it does? And everybody's like, you don't know. Nobody knows. One doctor right. will say one thing. I'm like, what if it does? Yeah. What's the, what's the harm? What if you're wrong? Yeah. What if, yeah. what's the harm in me wearing one? Right. Yeah. And, and it's just, uh, I ran into uh, somebody outside the Home Depot that threw a fit a few days ago here in Kansas city. We have a, a mandatory. Yeah. It, 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 it actually becomes mandatory. I'm in, in, in Williamson County becomes mandatory at midnight tonight. It's just, it, it's just like, what, why, why? It, yeah. If I, I don't understand it. And, and I think having that attitude, if you're going to be hardcore about not wearing a mask, you probably shouldn't put your views online, right? Right. Um, either way, because you're not going to sell cars. People are going to right. see that. And it's going to turn them off because the first thing I'm going to do when I get a salesperson, if it's a brand new salesperson, I'm going to Google them. It yep. doesn't matter where I'm buying it from XYZ Motors or ABC Ford. If I get Sam Dorsey, I'm Googling Sam Dorsey. I want to see yep. what he's all about. I want to see him on Facebook because yep. if he looks, he looks like he's living a life of, uh, carefree and doesn't care and, and says just radical type stuff. Why would he yeah. care about how he's going to treat me when in the car buying process or, yeah. or afterwards, you know? Yeah. Well, I've, I've had the conversation before, but listen, I, I should, you know, this is, this is a social justice thing. I, you know, yeah. uh, or it's, or it's, you know, there, there's a conspiracy to keep us down, whichever, whichever side you're, you're on, you know, people need to hear about this. This is important stuff. And, uh, but I asked them, I said, you know, but, but you're in the business of selling cars. If you want to save the world, maybe you want maybe you ought to go into the saving the world business. Yeah, uh, but that's true. On the other side, exactly. If yeah. you're trying to be a social justice warrior, and, and you know, yeah, uh, it's the same. I mean, and I don't want to take it either way. If you're a Bernie fan, or if you're a Biden fan, if you're a Trump fan, if you're a whatever it is, the other thing, and I think this is where it comes up, Terry, is I think that a lot of people talk about it online and do that because they're bored and yeah. they won't expand their mind. Right? There's so many yeah. other. What I would love, to, I could talk to you right now is my fascination with, uh, with murder mysteries on uh, YouTube, right? <laughs> or, or, uh, or me building things around my, I got a new house. Uh, it's an old new house and I'm rebuilding. I'm getting ready to build a Japanese uh, uh, soaking tub out back. I mean, I can have those conversations with you. I brought these up because they're topical, you know, yeah. and I don't think people think about it. People well, just want to be right. It's weird. Well, here, here's, here's, here's my thing. You, you, you know me, we've been connected and I've, I've written about this and I, I go into car dealerships and I talk to them about meditation. 
Mm. Um, and and you you want to you want to look like people looking at you like you got two heads. Yeah. Go in and stand in front of twenty car dealers, tell them they need to go meditate for uh for for twenty minutes. But seriously, I believe that firmly. People do this because their monkey brain, their 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 lizard brain, that amygdala way down in the deep. Tell they they get angry, they get their hot button pushed, and and they want to spout it out, and they just don't have the self awareness, the self control, to take a deep breath and go. Okay, I had that thought. Maybe I can just let it drift away. Just because you had that thought doesn't mean you have to vocalize it. Doesn't mean you have to push it with exclamation points. You know, if you're, say if you're driving down the road and and there's uh, there's road rage, somebody cut, cuts you off, and you you cuss them off, and that that asshole in the BMW, and 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 then you're mad about it all day, uh, and you're telling everybody about it. everybody who drives BMW is a is a jerk, and you, you you get that in your head, and you know it just cycles. It just yeah. cycles and people don't, they're just not chill <laughs> Zen right. uh, enough to, uh, to, 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 to let you. it go. I'm going to admit something to you because uh, a lot of people I don't think can say their challenges out loud. It's yeah. something I, I have a huge challenge with. I feel like I have to teach people a lesson. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. I feel like if I get cut off, you know, in, in traffic, I've got to teach them now that they don't do that to people, right? right? Or if somebody, if I'm standing in line and somebody cuts in the line in front of me, I have to say something out loud to that person and make not a scene, but I have to say something. Mm-hmm. And this is the people off there around me. And mm-hmm. I know it's a problem that I have and I don't know where I get it from. And I don't know how it's been my entire life. I've just been it, like, oh, look at this. Some bitch thinks he's more important. than The rest of us gets to jump in the line in front of it. I'm that guy. Right. Yeah. So where does it's, that come it, from? It, it comes from your monkey brain. It's it, oh. it's your it's your human condition. It's wired in. You know you what you what you have to do is unwire it. You have we we your your brain exists. Your brain pops all this stuff into your head, and uh, and you, you obviously because it popped into your head, it must be important because it's in my head. And yeah. my my head's what's important. People need to know this. But uh, you, you I could ruin deals that way. I know I could. You know, ruin, you, you can ruin your life. People ruin marriages that way. Yeah. People ruin deals that way. People ruin their whole entire lives by spouting every word that pops into the mouth. And listen, I'm a, I'm white trash. I'm, I'm a redneck from Nashville, Tennessee. And my, my, my family is, uh, you know, I, 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 this, this is the God's honest truth. I've, had, I've got more cousins who have spent time in prison for murder than have spent time <laughs> on a college campus. That's the God's honest truth. And uh, we, 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 we come from, uh, from fire starters and flamethrowers from way back. And I, so, you know, I'm uh, the for, for me to get to the point where I don't have to vocalize every uh, every opinion that pops into my head. That's a significant thing for me. <laughs> so you think a lot of people uh, because maybe it's a f- fight or flight thing. You just, yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, I think it is. It's, 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 it's wired in and you either, you know, and, and it's, it's a dominance thing. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an alpha male. I'm, you're, you're a big guy. So you you, you, you can you, you, you I think can I fluctuate. Me. It depends on who I'm around. Right. Because I think I can be alpha a lot of the time, but when I'm around other alphas, I tend to tend to bait it down a little bit. Yeah. So it's just whatever whatever thing you have in your head, and uh, the, like I said, we, uh, we we we're all the centers of our own universe. And you think uh, it's a do you think it's a nature thing? Like, and give me this, or, or you know, way back in the day, you know, caveman days, um, humans, and maybe it's ingrained in our DNA. We had to be on defense all the time from predators, from everything is that we're constantly on defense constantly, you know, and then over time, I mean, physically defensive. And then maybe over time, since, since the, uh, the, the, the threat of predators has kind of gone down, maybe it's turned into a mental thing for us because now we're constantly on, you know, I see your, I see the light bulbs going off, man. 
Yeah. So, so no, it's, it's, it's that it's uh, that uh, it's, we, we, we're on, we were, we were, we were wired to be negative. We were wired to, to look for, to look for threats. And uh, I think, I mean, it, that's not just um, in terms of, of spouting off of the mouth. That, that's in terms of, of diabetes and everything that's wrong with us health wise, because we're now, because we're not under threat, but our body's wired to look for threats. And we have a lot more inputs than the caveman did. The caveman was looking for threats, but you know he only saw five things a day. Yeah, we, we've got be- uh, buzzers and beepers and everything going off. You know, twenty-seven times a minute. So we're constantly under threat. We're constantly at DEFCON four, constantly wired up and tense uh, yeah. uh, on our trigger's edge, and that 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 causes the inflammation that causes a lot of the disease. And we're and that's it. We're looking for ways to release this pressure, to release this tension, which is constant. And we do that by expressing our opinions by, by shouting, yeah. shouting out what's happening to us. And I think that leads me, I think, to uh, the segue of uh, the first 48 uh, TV show. Have you seen that? Have you seen the first 48? I have not. That's, that, that, is that one of those police shows? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a real one. It's an actual yeah. camera. Yeah, like like live PD, that kind of thing? Somewhat. Uh, yeah, it's uh, uh, homicide detectives. And it's okay. called the first 48 because when there's a homicide, if the uh, detectives can't really solve it within the first 48 hours, then it has a high probability of becoming a cold case. Right. So what it does is it starts with the crime scene and then it shows them getting, you know, uh, uh, witnesses and they find clues. I mean, it's just like any other kind of homicide thing. And one thing that I learned from that, that um, I use in my everyday life, which there's my segue. Um, I've seen probably 300 episodes of the first 48. And out of 300 episodes, only two people, two suspects have said i want a lawyer right yeah and yeah. they shut the fuck up right <laughs> 298 other people just da, 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 da. next thing you know they're serving life sentences back to back the two that shut up and asked for a lawyer yeah. the next screen says you know uh, uh joey little was found uh, inconclusive blah 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 and i'm like so in my world I think it's the best kind of suggestion for anybody out there is just shut the fuck up, right? Yeah. Just lawyer up. Just like, if you don't know what you're talking about, you don't need to say anything. And I'm doing it right now. Like I'm just rattling and stuff, but this is a conversation that we set up yeah. and I think it's what it is. Maybe I think I talk too much. I put my input in there way too many times and, and I'm willing to call myself out on it. Uh, and it drives me crazy when, when, when I see people online, just ruining them, their lives or possibly ruin their lives just because they feel like they need people to accept what they're saying and, and be like, like, have you heard of, uh, what a highway guardian is? Have you heard this in Kansas? We have these. No, we don't, they don't have those here. Kansas has this group and it's Nebraska and it's Missouri and it's and what they are is it was, uh, it started back in like the sixties or the seventies and it's, it's older folk when they're on the highway, they will get into the fast lane and go the speed limit. So they will, cause they are guardian of the highway, slow speeders down, slow yeah. people that are driving. And it's, it's actually more dangerous, but in their hands, they think that they're doing something that's saving lives and like they're guardians. Right. And I, yeah. Everybody thinks they're a fucking guardian. <laughs> so, and what, and uh, every, sorry for the F words. I heard you say shit earlier. So I, I, I'm I, well. I'm I'm not I'm not that worried about whatever happens happens happens. So it's not it's not a big thing. Um, the I think um, people uh, people have trouble. And again, this is hardwired in with, with with your brain. People have trouble accepting uncertainty. And that's that's what the yeah. COVID right now. That's what every, the, nobody knows what's going on. And I tell people this. You know, this is the Chinese, this is the Martians, this is the, the government's trying to control us. There's this giant conspiracy. And uh, your brain is designed to, to look for, to, to, to create, a, uh, to weave narrative out of the chaos. Yeah. And, cert- and certain kinds of people really thrive on certainty. 
and they want they want rules, they want regulations, and they want people to abide by this, and they want a structure, and they want to make sure everyone's following that structure because their brain has to have this structure. Well, we we as a species have a lot of trouble handling uncertainty, um, and uh, I, you know, I, I've had this conversation with a lot of folks too. I think we're going to, it, however we come out of this, there are going to be a lot of people in a lot worse shape because I know people are drinking themselves silly right now yeah. because they're just so uncertain and so stressed. And, uh, and, and they can't relieve themselves in the way that they normally do because they can't get out and, and go, go, go pick bar fights or whatever it is they normally yeah. do to release all this, all this pressure at home. So they're sitting, uh, sitting, uh, sitting at home drinking a handle a day. And, uh, we're, you know, that's, I'm not that's, drinking, that's but I can't, I can't tell you that this, uh, the COVID stress and what's going on is uh, it destroyed a relationship. Before going into COVID, I was engaged. We got this house, we're having it, and it, it's done. Like our relationship is done just because of the uncertainty and the, uh, sadness and all that. I mean, it's done. And it's, uh, I, I like to think back and you know, what would have, how would have been different? You know, yeah. uh, what came out of me, what came out of her that would have never came out of us without this, you know, pandemic and yeah. hers is she's younger than I. And, and I, it, like I said earlier, I, I was, I'm at a high risk. If I pick up this COVID, it's not good. It's bad news for me. So she was, you know, she's a social butterfly, man. Yeah. She likes to go to the club. She likes to go to bar, have some drinks and hang out with her friends. And she was not doing that because she didn't want to get me infected. But then it kind of turned this like animosity towards right. me. You know, like her, yeah. she's hating life because of COVID and God damn it. I can't go do this because I don't want to kill him. Yeah. You know? And it just, it just, I love her to death, but it's man, it's yeah. uh, this is a rough time. Well, I, I, I hate to hear that. And like I said, it, it, it's, it's trouble for, for everyone. I, I've, I've been extremely fortunate because I'm living with the same folks that I've been living with for a, or the same woman for 32 yeah. years and, and my, my children are all, all here. But you know, in, in the course of this, we're my youngest together, there's no way you guys are ever going anywhere apart. Yeah. I mean, we're, 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 we're dead. So it's just, yeah. it is, and that's just, uh, um, you know, but, but my youngest, not one of my youngest daughter, one of my, uh, one of my daughters actually moved out and got her first apartment while this is going on. So, Oh really? Uh, yeah, how's, that, how's that going for her? Like how's, how's she handling that? She's good. She, she's good. It, it, she's been, she's been planning it a while and uh, it just worked out that uh, her and her, the, uh, her Have roommate, roommate or- a roommate, yeah. Uh, a roommate. They're both teachers, so they'd been planning on finding a place together, and kind of been looking for a place together. And uh, and uh, so it was. It worked for her because she she found a place, uh, and she was she moved on her terms when she wanted to move, and not because she had to move or she was changing. Yeah. Or how old or is she? She's twenty five. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I remember moving out of my first my, when I and I went by myself. I didn't have a roommate. Yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. scary, man. Yeah. But I mean. It, is she, I mean, with personalities, is she an introvert, introvert or is she an extrovert? Yeah, no, she's the introvert. We're all introverts. I was going to say, you, you fake the extrovert part pretty well. Yeah, I, I, I do. I play it. I, but it's yeah. an act, baby. I push the button and get turned it off. Me but, too. But, but you, you, you're, we're, we're both on radio guys, and this is my theory. I mean, uh, uh, and I've, I've had this trouble. One of my daughters is her twin sister, who's still here. She's an extreme introvert. And so I had this conversation with her about what introversion means. And she, I said, well, what about you? What about me? Am I, am I an introvert or an extrovert? Cause she doesn't like to get out and she has trouble getting out and meeting people yeah. and things. And she said, well, you're an extrovert. You go do speeches and you do your videos and you're all the time chatting. I said, okay, when I'm not doing those things, what are you doing? Well, you're locked in your room, you yeah. know, do it, doing something. So I, I 99% of my time is spent, you know, here doing, doing nothing. And, yeah. and then when, when I have to turn it on, I turn it on. You and feel exhausted it, after you turn it on? No, you don't feel no, exhausted. What, 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 what I feel exhausted is if if I um if I'm if I'm out in public, yeah. If like uh, if I'm doing a training session or I'm at a conference or something like that, that wears me out. 
boom. If yeah. I got to talk, if I got to talk to a hundred people in a day, I am done. I need a you nap. Too. I need to be alone in a room for, for 15 hours. Um, so it being around a lot of people exhausts me. I can do this all day cause I can, I can turn it off. Um, I, I, I do need, uh, I do need to charge my batteries when, when I, I need, I need to not do this all day. This is, this is tiring. Yeah. Just having, having, having a conversation. Uh, and, and the other thing is, um, you know, is, is, is I'm a night owl. So two hours after everybody goes to bed, I sit there, I, I decompress for a couple hours with no other human being uh, before I ever go to sleep, just to, just to charge my batteries. I talked to, um, I, 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 I talked, I mean, I think that therapy can be like the, one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself, right? That and uh, a self-awareness journey. And I talked to the uh, Kansas City Anxiety uh, Place here in Kansas City. I talked to them about once a month, you know, try to get anxiety under control. How can I do it naturally? And, uh, it's the same. And my anxiety comes from, and all this comes from me not being able to control stuff. Like I have mm-hmm. OCD on you. Like, I think that point A to point B is the easiest way you should do it. And if you don't do it that way, you're a moron right? right? or I'll just get so frustrated. So what I, what I do is I pull myself away from people, right? Mm-hmm. It's the whole thing about, you know, trying to be the fixer or telling people how they need to do it. That yeah. comes from that earlier. Yeah. And, uh, I think it, it affects things. So I'm, I'm actively trying to do something social every day, mm-hmm. whether it be this talking to you online um, or go to the store or something. And uh, how we, we went from, uh, we went from doxing uh, rednecks uh, <laughs> in Indiana to talking about anxiety and all that. I think, yeah. I think, I mean, I think the topic or what we're kind of hitting here, Terry is self-awareness, man. I think, uh, yeah, that, that that's just. I mean, it's just letting go. I mean, uh, just try, trying to let go of 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 our self importance, and then that that comes from self awareness. And here's uh, there's a couple things I miss about being 21 years old. Uh, number one, I miss knowing everything. I mean, when I was 21 years old, oh. I knew I knew everything. It was it was a beautiful thing, man. Oh. Uh, and. Uh, uh, you too, huh? <laughs> you were yeah. a genius back then too. I, I, I mean, I, I could, I could have told you anything. And, uh, so, and so it's, 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 it's been a gift for me to reach this age and realize I don't know shit about shit. And, uh, and, and, and when, when, once, once you come to that understanding, you don't know shit about shit. I think you give other people permission to not know shit about shit either. And, uh, yeah. And, uh, and, and kind of, and, and kind of let them discover on their own terms, what they, what they don't know, because there's a lot of people still running around, think they know a lot more than they do. This is funny. I, and, and I have a, uh, my house here, I'm building a, a workshop in the basement. I've worked with wood back in the day and then I stopped for a long, I lived in downtown Kansas city. So I have the space and now I do. And I watched a bunch of videos and read some articles about building out uh, workbenches. Right. Yeah. And then I went to do it. And I struggled with the first one. I mean, I struggled. I was like, God, yeah, man. And it just, and your point is, is perfect. It didn't matter how many videos I watched. It didn't matter how many articles I read. I still didn't know shit about what I was trying to accomplish. Right. Somebody to think that they know shit to say something online <laughs> physically, yeah. instead of building a, then maybe you take a step back and be like, I really don't know how to build this workbench. I need to do some more research into this. Yeah. And, and, and just, it, 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 you know, I um I when I I wrote that book uh, better yeah. uh, uh, and and I wrote it and I thought well th- I I thought I knew everything this this is a great book and I, I wrote all this stuff and in the process of reading about it and researching it afterwards after I wrote it it turns out that I wrote a uh, a combination 
Buddhist and a Stoic manifesto. <laughs> so all, all the ideas in my book, which I thought were brand new and came out of Terry's head, are literally two thousand years old. And yeah. yeah, that's and and so so the main parts of Buddhism are embracing uncertainty, embracing imperfection, embracing intemperance, so that uh, you know this too shall pass. Everything everything is going away. All the stuff that I that I, I kind of hit on. It turns out that people have been talking about for two thousand years, except. You know, they don't really get talked about that much because right. we all think we know everything, and we all think everything should be a certain way. And uh, just to, if you if you learn to accept the way things are, uh, rejoice in the way things are, and uh, it, it, it makes your life a whole lot better. It's made my life a whole lot better. Yeah, and I think what you said earlier too that most people just don't care about yeah. what you think or what you believe in or anything. They just don't care. I mean, yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm not. I mean, just I don't really care what other people think or believe in unless it's. Uh, you know, detrimental or it's, it's hurting somebody, but, you know, believe in whatever you want to believe. You want to believe in this fly, uh, fine flying spaghetti monster, believe in him. You know, you want to yeah, believe yeah. in Jesus, believe in him. You want to believe, you know, uh, it just doesn't, uh, you think that Confederate soldiers statues are, are uh, history or okay. All right. Whatever. Okay. Yeah. Put one in your yard. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like yeah. if you don't, then okay. I mean, so I think that's, uh, and I'd like to, I'm going to look into the Buddhist thing a little bit. Yeah. I am. Oh, okay. Can I talk about one project that I'm wor I'm working you can talk on? Talk right about now? anything you want to, baby. We're wide open. I'm a I'm a mini. So this right here, this guy's name is uh, Clarence Boots Shields. This is my grandfather. Um, this is his dad. I got a bunch of pictures here. My mom is is helping me out with this, but I'm I'm trying. I've been a video guy for a while. Um, I do a, a couple. Auto Alert has a few uh, video series that we do online. Once uh, today in automotive history. Uh, and then we do another one. I do another one called uh, uh, the Automotive Innovators, which is to take a, just a, a different person every week and kind of highlight who they are. Tomorrow, yeah. or it goes out on Thursday, it's going to be uh, Carl Spear. I don't know if you remember Carl Spear, but he was one of the three musketeers at Chrysler. When oh, Chrysler yeah. came in and they said, okay, we're going to, he's the one that came up with the wind tunnel idea. He was okay. infatuated with the wind tunnels. My grandfather, Clarence Boot Shields, was killed in the line of duty in 1955 in Topeka, Kansas as an officer. And I'm going to try to put together this documentary about who he was and, and the family. Uh, so I wanted some good juju from you, man. I know you got them uh, Southern Roots sweet tea, uh, you yeah. know, uh, that you can, uh, you can throw my away. It's my first time taking on a, a pure documentary of somebody that, well, my grandfather. So, yeah. So, so you like to see that here's I, I do man I, I you know I, I I one of the things I've had in my my brain is I would love to sit down and I've thought about doing that for my entire family uh, sit down cool, sit down sit, sit down and just for because I've I've actually had an aunt tell me I, I should do this is sit down because I like to run my mouth in front of a microphone and a camera is yeah, sit down and tell the family stories my grandmother tell tell the stories about my grandmother tell the stories about my grandfather and i actually had my grandmother do that um yeah she, she passed away about 10 years ago but 10 years before that i bought uh, I, I sent her a, a cassette deck and said do me a favor sit down and i've still got this sit down and tell me tell me your story tell, tell me about what you did with a kid tell me about how you know about raising the kids just sit down and tell me a story and it was, she was really uncomfortable with it so what she ended up doing she ended up she hand she hand wrote everything she wanted to talk about from when she was a kid, you know, what what she did for fun as a kid and then how how she raised her kids and three or four different stories. She hand wrote these on little pieces of paper on, on steno pads, just, just like the one I wrote on. And she wrote out about six pages, handwritten, and she ended up taping them all together. 
Yeah. She taped them all together like a scroll, and she sat down uh, in front of one of those old school cassette recorders with the with the button and the microphone, and and read her scroll that she recorded. And she uh, made herself a little script. Made made herself a little script, and they had wrote those. And I've been I've had those I've had that cassette deck. I've I've actually converted it to an MP3, so it's on a computer now. But I've had in my mind for for twenty years that I'm going to take that audio of her reading her little story and you know stitch it together with some pictures and and, and yeah. do some stuff like that. So. I have an episode of uh, the podcast I was doing for a while. Everyone needs a little. Uh, I did the same thing with my grandmother. Yeah, I yeah. sat down with her, and I, like an hour long. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty. She, like you said, she was very nervous at first. She didn't know what was going on, and then right. and she just gets rolling. Right, you know? right. And then I, think, I mean, and, and I think I think everybody's got a story, and that's 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 why well, I definitely. like I like doing this. Everybody, everybody's got a story, and that's why I like training the people that I do is to encourage encourage them. To to share their st- share your story more and your opinion less. <laughs> That's exactly where I was thinking that too. Is that you stop talking about your opinion and stop sharing your passions. Start yeah. sharing your passions and your story. That's that's yeah. that's good. I like that. Yeah, that's I and, think that's for sales or for anybody that's going to be online. That's perfect for, for, for any human being. I mean, because we're we're all we're all we're all interconnected as human beings. And uh, we were talking about Buddhism a little while ago, and I, I've come to a different realization about Christianity. For for fifty years, I thought Christianity was about going to hell and uh, and and uh, pornography and all the stuff that you hear about Christianity and all yeah. all, all the negative stuff. And then I started to. Uh, I actually watched a guy named Andy Stanley on on TV. He's a he's a preacher that talks about stuff, and he, he turns turns out that all of Christianity uh, boils down to one rule. There's only one rule for Christianity, and uh, uh, the, the New Testament the New Testament is 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 three words: love one another. That's that that's that's, that's the it. rule. Love one another. That 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 we 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 hear about the Ten Commandments and the post the Ten Ten yeah. Commandments up on up on courthouse walls. The Ten Commandments were actually about six hundred and some odd commandments. The first, the Ten Commandments were just the first ten, but they weren't for us. They were for the ancient Jews. Yeah. <laughs> that, 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 that was the Old Testament. The Old Testament was the six hundred rules that the ancient Jews had to follow. Yeah. Like then the they threw NBA rules back in the nineteen fifties. Right. Then then <laughs> there then, was no then, three then, point then, line. Yeah. Then they came along. They said, "Forget all about all that. There's only one rule. Here's the rule: love, love one another. another. Yeah. Spread the love." So that, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. Spread, spread some love. And, uh, you know, I, I, I get in trouble every once in a while. I, I, I got yelled at for being, uh, being positive. Someone asked me about everything. I said, listen, I'm just trying to spread positivity. He was like, oh, but there's so much wrong. Everything's got to be this and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, but I can't do anything about that. All I can do is spread the love. <laughs> I'm going to take something. I'm taking something away from this. I'm actually, I think a lot of people that get on these podcasts, especially like in the industry and it kind of go through the motions and they talk about, you know, the bullet points they want to talk about and, and uh, I'm going to tell you, Terry, I am definitely taking something away from this. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a different perspective on how I am because I just got done ripping everybody's ass in the first part of our conversation about, you know, what they do online. You know, I, yeah. I shouldn't care. I think that good people are going to be good people and you should just love everyone, right? Yeah. And you should love just everyone. have, yeah. you should, Brene Brown, does that name sound Yeah, I, actually, I just read something about Brene Brown uh, a little while ago. Someone, 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 actually, it was someone I met from Live a Little Project, I think, it had just, just posted something. Brown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She says, uh, she says, and, and, I, and I, I struggle with this every single day. You have to assume that every single person that you know is doing the best that they can. Right. You can't, they can't, not the best that you think they can. They're doing the best that they think they can, or they, yeah. they can. And I, and I got to keep that in mind. And, uh, I was kind of sour when I started this thing up because it's just been down, you know, the COVID thing. And, yeah. uh, the, the thing, the thing I'd heard years ago, the year years ago is, um, 
any conversation you're having someone, uh, this was, this was a sales technique. Someone had taught me when I was trying to learn how to sell stuff that, uh, uh, you know, if someone, someone has an argument, uh, someone has an objection, the thing you should say is if I were in your shoes, I would think exactly the same thing because you know what, if you were in their shoes, you would think exactly the same thing exactly. because you're in your, you're their shoes. You have their experience. So, Based on what they know, that's that's the way to be. And if you're in the, if you're in, the, in their position, you would be doing exactly the same thing. So uh, give it, give everyone a break and give yourself a break too while you're at it. Are you still playing hockey with? Kobe? I do. Going on? I, uh, well, we didn't play. Uh, the, the ice rink got shut down in March, mid mid March. Everything got shut down, uh, yeah. and and we didn't play again for uh, for three and a half months. I went three and a half months without stepping on a sheet of ice or seeing a grown man naked. You can make up for that. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we, uh, we, we started, uh, we started, uh, we started playing again two weeks ago. So we, uh, uh, then they've got all these regulations. Now we have to go to the rink dress, just like we're in kindergarten. You know, we have to put on our stuff before we get there. Can't hang out in the locker room, drink beer and you know do all the stuff that everyone likes to do. Um, but, uh, but we can play. So, uh, so yeah. I, I got a game, uh, today's Tuesday. I got a game Thursday night. So I'm, I'm just excited to be able to play again after, uh, after three and a half months. I'm going to try to take a different mindset because the things that I love right now are just dumb, like, uh, NHRA, uh, yeah. National Hot Rod Association, our car. Yeah. I'm seeing Bob, Bob Taska's got COVID 19. Oh, I didn't hear that, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. So he's not racing this weekend. He's, uh, they got a, a sit in driver that's coming in, uh, offshore racing with our, uh, our, our super stock, uh, S21 boat. Uh, we're not doing that just because of uh, we had some uh, some challenges uh, with auto alert. You know, with uh, the first thing that dealers do uh, yeah. is they cancel everything as soon right, as right. weird hits, right? So we yeah. just have to take that brunt. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, uh, we had to lay off uh, a lot of employees, uh, so we can't just spend money on boats and and cars. Yeah. So two of my passions are <laughs> just dependent. So uh, yeah, you've given me a kind of a different perspective and a, and a different step uh, hop step. And is that is that uh Oh, Tracy Myers has had over that, or is that yours? That is, that is very similar to the one Tracy wears. Uh, Tracy's got one. I think I don't think Tracy's has sequins though. Uh, I think I, I and I bought that uh, a year ago for July Fourth to uh to 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 wear wear on something, and then I was putting stuff on the wall, and it was bright and colorful and shiny. So we'll, we'll it looks good it up there. Yeah. So yeah, it looks good. Got that. So I, I spread I spread some wisdom with you, and this this turned into the the Terry Show a little bit, but uh, uh <laughs> like you 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 did change. You changed my perspective. You yeah, absolutely yeah. did. There's no bullshit about that. Yeah, because you're you're old radio guy. You're an interviewer. So, but this is the one question that I do ask everyone who comes on the show, and this is this is the only guarantee that um, if some and and I started this show 100 for selfish reasons, just because so I can have conversations with interesting people. But I promise uh, all the people who watch and listen, both of them, my mom and and my dad and everybody else that watches, <laughs> uh, that if they will if they'll spend 25 minutes with me chatting with my friends, they're going to walk away with something that can that can make their life better. So I. I ask everybody on the show, what's one action step that uh, that people can do today? Mostly salespeople. That's mostly who watches. Mostly salespeople who can do today uh, to start uh, making their lives better, to create health, happiness, and prosperity in their lives. So, what can what would you recommend for people? What are you trying to do for you? And what would you think other people need to do for themselves? Uh, comes down to the Taylor Swift man. It's the yeah. Taylor Swift analogy. I think yeah, it comes yeah. down. I think that if we have self awareness and we just think sometimes maybe it's me, you know, maybe it's me. You know, maybe it's not every uh, customer that comes up here and I can't sell them a car. Maybe it's not, maybe it's, uh, it, it's not them. 
Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just yeah. not doing it right. Maybe I need to get some more training. Maybe I got to use my words different, my talk tracks. When I'm on the phone, maybe I shouldn't be so aggressive. Maybe I should, uh, maybe I should speak up and enunciate better. You know, yeah. just think about it. in every single aspect of your life. Maybe it's me. What can I do to improve and stop blaming everybody else for for my misfalls and not even a, a hardcore negative thing. You know, just just everything and anything. Maybe it's me. Maybe, it's me. maybe I'm the asshole on the road, or maybe <laughs> I'm the one that's holding everybody up, or maybe I'm the one that's just not saying words the right way, or that the or having enough empathy with a customer, you know, or understanding, or, or look at it like you said from try to get from their point of view. Yeah, maybe it's me. Maybe, maybe it's me. not my sales manager. Maybe it's not my general manager. <laughs> maybe it's not the parts guy. Maybe it's me. Oh, I, I got another question for you because I was wondering this: um, what what exactly is a Japanese soaking tub? Oh, goodness. I was looking these things up. So I've got this space. I've got a beautiful, it's an old house and it's beautiful. I'll uh, show some pictures. Uh, they're on Facebook. But a Japanese soaking tub is, um, it's, <laughs> it comes down, it's like, it's like a, a jacuzzi. Yeah. But without the blowing and the motors and all that kind of stuff, it's, it's just a, it's tall enough. So you, cause I'm a big guy, you get the yeah. water right up to here. You make it nice and deep. So you can make it out of Walnut. It's like a, a bath, basically a bathtub outside. Right. Big enough uh, that two people can just sit in it and soak. Have you seen the, the there's natural ge- uh, geographic uh, show that has these monkeys that are just like in this water and the water looks like it's I've seen, I've seen that. Yeah. That's where the idea kind of came from the soaking tub. You just sit and you just kind of soak and you just watch the world, man. You watch the leaves change and uh, I'm just like making things and, and creating things. And I think this is going to be a, a cool thing. You know, you fill it up with water yeah. and, you get in it and you just, you just think about, you just think about everything and anything and nothing at all. Just chill. Just yeah. uh, so, you, you so meditate. When you when you get in there and you meditate, man, breathe ten in through the nose, out through the mouth, deep breath. Yeah. And I'm gonna have Let to wear go. swim pants because it's. You know, I mean, my neighbors can see over there. Oh, screw them, man! Screw them, man! Grow some, grow some trees. Listen, here, here, well, here's sounds my cool, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound yeah. cool? Like, what do you yeah. got in your house? I got a Japanese soaking tub. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's here's what you do. Add 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 add, uh, add some Japanese rain chains to it. Do you know what those are? No, what's that? So it, uh, uh, it's. Uh, uh, attached to your gutter instead of a gutter that, uh, that, 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 that spouts out your water. If you attach, uh, attach chains to the end of the gutter, then the water will flow along, along oh, the chain. Oh, I see what you're saying. So it goes in most time it'll end up going to a collection device, a rain barrel or a soaking tub or something like that. So you have these and they just look cooler than gutters hanging off the edge. I will look, I'm going to Google those. Rain chains. I have a lot of stuff here. It's, I'll, I'll put some more pictures online, but it's, it's, yeah, I, I'm enjoying it. If I can't have NHRA and, and boat racing, I'm going to make a Japanese soaking tub. There, there, there you go, brother. Listen, we need, we need to run. We, we'll, we'll chat forever. Anything else? Anything else you would, did you have any bullet points? Anything you wanted to talk about before we came on? Cause we rambled. I uh, just, I want to say something real quick uh, as a guy from Kansas city. And I want to everybody that's outside of Kansas city. I just want to answer everybody at the same time. Okay. Um, between Kansas city the Carolinas, Texas, and Memphis, there, I don't have a favorite. I have, it's like kids, you know, I love pulled pork out of the Carolinas. Yep. I love me some Memphis, uh, uh, barbecue spaghetti and brisket down there. Yep. I love me from Texas, uh, uh, beef ribs. Oh, and I love me some, uh, Kansas city burn-ins. Okay. Yeah. No, so yeah. I'm just like, everybody asks me all the time. They find out I'm from Kansas city. What's your favorite barbecue? Where's that? All of yeah. them. I love them yeah. all. 
I like, I like, I like barbecue. I, I, I like barbecue, uh, w- whatever kind it is. I'll take it in, in, in any form. I lived in Memphis for a long time, so I'm, I'm partial to Memphis. The thing I don't like, I never really got into dry rub ribs. It's, it's just not yeah, it's like the Texas thing. But I will tell you, uh, Arthur Bryant's burn-ins here in Kansas City is the absolute best out of all barbecue. So I do have one favorite. So. <laughs> <laughs> are they wet or dry? Are you, we don't have dry barbecue. Yeah, talking? yeah, that's it. See, that's it. That's it. Okay. As long you guys start getting on the East Coast, you do that because people don't know what smoke rings are. You, yeah. <laughs> you have to cook them all the way through because people are complaining because they don't think it's done. Yeah, yeah. I know no, you love your barbecue, man. I, 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 if, if I'm going to eat barbecue, I want sauce from, from this area into this area. Yeah. So we, we, we get it Burn-ins, all. Burn-ins from Arthur Bryant's, man. I'm uh-huh. telling you. Kansas all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do that. Next time I'm in Kansas City, we're going to Arthur Bryant's, brother. I'll take you to four or five of them. Uh, we'll make we got more per capita than anywhere else in the country. <laughs> All right, let's Joy. I appreciate yeah, you popping on, man. Uh, be well. Take care of yourself. Uh, you. Enjoy that soaking tub. <laughs> Thank you. We'll see you. Get you some radio. You've been listening to the Get You Some Radio Show. Subscribe today at TerryLancaster.tv to hear more episodes, win valuable cash and prizes, and get free training to help you create an army of buyers who know, like, and trust you before they've ever even met you. It's a big, wide world, boys and girls. Get out there and get you some.